Yo, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Trey McHenry Show. This is your host, Trey McHenry. Episode three, officially, coming at you. Unfortunately, your boy is down with a sickness right now. Oh, wow. Or whatever the kids are saying these days. But uh, I do apologize if I sound a little raspy. If you hear a cough or some sniffles, bear with me. But yesterday, I, I mean, yesterday I was even sicker and I really should have been down here. I really uh, felt compelled to come down here and do an episode yesterday, but I talked myself out of it. It's like, ah, you don't feel good. You know what I mean? You know, I wasn't thinking right. I was like, ah, I'll just, I'll just hit the hay early, which I didn't. You know, I'm not perfect. I said, I'll just go to sleep early and then I'll wake up early and I'll go downstairs and I'll knock one out, right? You know what I mean? I'll be I'll be up early and motivated. Nah, that didn't happen. But regardless, here I am with you. And uh, if you need some little motivation, uh, I couldn't. I got this clip stuck in my head, and uh, I'm gonna play it for you real quick. Everybody in this fucking gang got the game fucked up. Trenton, work, man, work. Fuck you on be on the streets talking about what you do for, and you ain't doing it. Fuck you on be in the club looking like you do something for, and you don't really do it. Fuck you on stand next to a nigga like me that really do it, and you don't do it. The fuck from by me, man? What they doing, camera? They acting like these singers, man. I ain't, I ain't going to the studio till I got a situation. A subject, I need a beat, I need a producer. Who who gonna be on the hook? Man, what did you done? Go in the studio with fucking clips. Clips. Ammo. Little little 2012 little Wayne to get you pumped up, right? <laughs> I don't know about you, but whenever I hear that, it makes me wanna put on the ski mask and the full kit and grab the pistol and the AR and come downstairs and just just sit. And just feel powerful, you know what I mean? Feel strong. <laughs> uh, I'm only half joking, but for real. The point, the point is the point. You know, what I mean, you don't have to like Lil Wayne or rap. You don't even have to know who Lil Wayne is to understand what he's saying. The situation is never gonna be perfect. There's always gonna be something in the way of doing what you're supposed to be doing. You know, if if it's something that you really want to do, I mean. Are you really going to let like a little cold get in your way? And it's not even just the cold, you know what I mean? It's it's what am I going to talk about? Uh, you know, it's like you get in your head. It's like, are you am I really going to do two episodes and then just fall off? No. I mean, I could. It would be easy, right? I mean, how many people you really listen think you listen to the first episode? I mean, honestly, more people than I thought. I actually got a lot of positive feedback, and I appreciate you guys for real. But I'm never going to get, you know, never going to get better. You know, I'm never going to get listeners if I don't get on here and make podcasts, right? So it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, the weather doesn't have to be perfect. The situation doesn't have to be perfect. It's definitely not perfect right now. I'll tell you that. I mean... It's just like even a self-confidence issue. Like, what am I going to talk about? You know, oh, I got to have a whole, I got to have notes. I got to have a subject. I got to feel great. I got to have all this energy. I don't, I'm pretty tired right now. 
It's uh it's 9:50. 9:50 p.m. You know, I got to I got to go work tomorrow. But what's important, you know? The important thing is that you 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 get one more step closer to who you want to be, to where you want to be. And you know, I want to I want to be a guy with a whole lot of podcasts. I want to be a guy that uh, is confident on the microphone. And I'm not going to be able to gain confidence if I just sit here or sit upstairs thinking about it. <laughs> you know, I thought about starting a business for a long time. You know, I read a lot of books, listened to a lot of books, talked to a lot of people. And honestly, you can really talk yourself out of things like that. Oh, well, you know, somebody said, oh, well, I tried that. It didn't work. You know, the book made it sound harder than it is. Or, you know, honestly, it's, I got, I mean, I'm not diagnosed or anything. I assume I have ADHD, but it's real quick for, you know, me to lose interest in things. It'll come back, you know, like a month from now, but it's like, <laughs> you got to be consistent on those days. It's just like working out. You know what I mean? It's not that you, you have the perfect workout every day. It's that you have a good workout, you know, four or five times a week. You know, so if uh, I don't have to have a, a perfect podcast, I don't have, a, have to have a great episode every single time. But the fact is that I'm I'm getting these reps, I'm getting on here, and I'm getting better. And you know, I've heard it, and I know you've probably heard it, but uh, the old quote: "Perfection is the enemy of good." And I know you guys are all one. You know who said that? Who said that? You know, so I googled it. You know, shout out to Google. It's still good for some things, you know. Um, so Voltaire said that, some French writer and activist. And I'm not even some big, huge fan of the French. You know, honestly, I'll, I'll hold my opinion about them as a whole. But, you know, I think this guy was on to something. Like, you can read a 100 books on cutting down trees, right? So, I mean, you can get pretty confident, right? But if you don't ever grab the chainsaw... <laughs> And go make that first cut and go make those first mistakes. You never, you know, you know what I mean? You're never going to even get good. <laughs> it's like, how can you say you're good at cutting trees down if you, because you read a bunch of books on it? <laughs> you know, we all know those people that, that, you know, that talk about it and they ain't about it, but we all know those people that know a whole lot about something that they've never done. They always got an opinion on it. And you know, a lot of that just gets in the way. You know, a lot of that actually, you know, you know, a shout out to all those people out there that talk, <laughs> talk people out of doing stuff. You know, you're really, you're really, you know, you're really doing a service to the world, telling people not to try new things, not to go after their, their goals and dreams just because you're scared. You know, they say that, I don't think it's this malicious. <laughs> I don't think people really think that deep into it when they say it, but you know, it's, I hear they, I hear people say they don't want others to get better because then it holds them to a higher standard, you know, because they know you, right? And they know you're just a regular person. And that's all these people that have accomplished great things, right? You know, all these people that have accomplished things that you would like to accomplish, they're just regular people. 
that's the thing in the military too is like i would always get nervous around higher ups and i got a buddy jt shout out jt it only took you to the third episodes to get shout out there you go buddy but he told me he this guy has the confidence to talk to anybody <laughs> so he would talk to generals like you know with respect but they're just people i'd get all nervous <laughs> I'd get all nervous and fumble on my words and boo, boo, boo. And it's like, dude, it's just a regular guy. They don't even want you to be weird around him, honestly. You know, I I ran into a, quite a few officers that they didn't even want me to salute them, honestly. It made them feel weird, <laughs> which I can understand. It's like, I'm just a regular guy, man. I ain't, I ain't any better than you. And that's, and that's what, that, let me just make that point. When I get on here, I'm really talking to myself. I'm really getting on myself. There's nobody here. I'm not putting anybody down. If you think that I'm talking to you, you know, I am, but I'm not talking directly to you. And so if the shoe fits, kick it off. If it's a shoe you don't want to wear, you know, if the shoe fits, wear it and wear it with some pride, you know. But this podcast does have a, a subject. Um, this subject is on apathy. And uh, the definition of terms is important. I've talked about that. So I'm going to read the definition of apathy. It's a noun. And it, uh, the definition is lack of interest, enthusiasm, or concern. Now, do you guys know some people that are full of apathy? <laughs> you know, it seems like everything in this world... Uh, sucks your dopamine right and uh you know the dopamine runs the pleasure center or something like that i'm not you know a biochemist that's not me i mean I, I do study a little bit but i'm probably not getting that perfect but back in the day when we didn't have these computer screens and i mean even the food the food that we have nowadays is bioengineered to just set you off and so when you <laughs> When you're eating crappy food, you know what I mean, and you're you're drinking and drugging. It's hard to it's hard to um, accomplish long term goals because it takes a long time for that dopamine to hit. You know, you get a little dopamine hit. I'm gonna get a little dopamine hit from finishing this up. You know, I get a little frustrated during it. Like honestly, the hardest part is the intro, <laughs> the first three minutes, the first minute and a half. I'm like. God, I sound, I sound so silly, and it's not even important. Now, you guys are probably like, oh, you sound fine. I don't, I don't see anything wrong with this, you know, but it's a struggle. It's a struggle to, to come on here and to, to be confident, <laughs> to be enthusiastic, to not lack interest or concern. So I encourage you to find something that, you know, sparks your interest. They get you excited. And we all got to find that thing. You know, and it, something a little bit deeper, you know, than your cell phone, than social media, than getting likes on Instagram, something a little deeper than that, you know, like increasing your bench press, running a faster mile, getting a promotion at work, finding a new job, starting your own business. All these things are extremely hard and they come with many trials. Speaking of trials, there's my phone right now trying to grab my attention. All the time. All the time. You don't think 
looking at Instagram. I can look at I can look at Instagram for four hours and not even tell you what I saw, but I can look at it for four hours, waste my whole day, and not accomplish one thing. So I'm gonna tell you why I'm not apathetic. I used to have. I used to be full of apathy. He's saying, what's the point? What's, I mean, what is this all for? Blah, 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 blah. Everything's so big and out of my control and out of my reach. And, you know, here I am. We're going to bring up uh, Jordan Peterson again. He says, clean your room. Now, that's something that's boring as hell. But it makes you feel real good afterwards. And guess what? That's, a, that's, a, that's the base layer, you know, having your room clean. Because when your room cleans, you know, you have you have the freedom to do other things. You know, you don't have that clutter, that mess clogging your brain up, you know, that that flow, that flow of information. Because you're thinking about thinking about, oh, I got this mess upstairs. Oh, I got all these things I gotta do. And, you know, I guess you always have that. I still got things I gotta do. I got things I gotta do tomorrow. I got things I gotta do right now. But also those things aren't, you know, the most important thing. So I think we all need to find that that important thing, you know, that we all want to push towards. And just just inch a little bit closer every day. So I'm gonna tell you why I'm not empathetic. Because I've I've broken it down into small things that I can do that I can make a difference with. Right? And I guess. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like most people feel apathetic, you know, about their situation, you know, about their job, about the government. And all those things seem so, so out of reach, so hard for us to, you know, make a difference, to make a change. But I'll tell you what, I mean, honestly, you just be nice to one person. You say hello to somebody, you <laughs> give them a smile and you, you know. Tell them have a great day. That's making a difference right there. Oh my God! If, if everybody just did that and smiled and you know treated everybody with respect, I mean, that probably changed the world right there, right? Easier said than done because you know we all got things that we all got trials that are in our way and frustrating, and we're we're all just focused on ourselves. So, and if, honestly, that should free you up because I mean nobody is thinking about you. Honestly, you could do the most embarrassing thing in front of them. And they could care less. Truly. Me included. I'm 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 just as self-absorbed as everybody else. And I'm and I'm trying. I'm trying. But I'm gonna explain the things that I'm talking about here. Now, in terms of goals, right? You gotta have you gotta have your your big goals. Your your dreams, you know, your aspirations, the 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 where you want to be in ten years, right? Now, if you look at it, if you look at it at the end goal, that can be overwhelming. You know, a lot of people won't. They don't think that they can. They don't. They don't think they're going to survive the whole the whole journey. You know, so you got to break it up. You got to break it up into to smaller, more achievable goals. You know, if you want to get absolutely, you know, you want to get absolutely shredded in the gym, 
you can look at it as, oh, I got to do, you know, I got to stay consistent for 365 days. You know what I mean? Every day I got to eat healthy every day. I got to run every, you know, that's, it's exhausting. You just got to take it one day at a time. Can I string together a few days? Can I string together a few weeks? And then honestly, eventually it becomes a habit. And you don't even realize you're doing it, which is awesome. <laughs> it just becomes part of who you are. You know, and uh, there's this book that I uh, I listened to way back in the day uh, when I was starting out with Amway, which I'm no longer a part of, but uh, shout out AP. That'll be a podcast in itself. AP is a young cat that I uh, I came up with and, uh, you know, he inter- he introduced me to the company called Amway, and I think it's changed names by now, but your your parents know what Amway is. Um, but they're the ones that really, uh, the people there, they uh, they really got my mind moving in a different direction. And so I think they were uh, the first people that uh, got me reading and listening and learning. And uh, there was this, uh, there's this book called Extreme Ownership by uh, Jocko Willink. It's a great read. I, I Anybody who wants to be a leader or, you know, get better in their field, this is a, this is a must read, but uh, it goes through a bunch of rules and steps. And one of the rules is prioritize and execute. You know, you got to prioritize the goals. What are the, what are the big things, you know, the big movers, (laughs) you know? So let's, uh, let's break down those big goals into smaller, more achievable goals that don't seem so big and scary. You know, can you, you know, like, like I was talking about on the other podcast, can we stand up more? Can we take more walks? You know, can we get more sunlight? Can we, and I don't even, when I, when I tell people, I used to be a little bit crazier when it comes to losing weight, but now I'm more realistic when I help people, I don't even tell people to eat less. I'm like, can you just eat more of the good stuff? Like don't eat less food, you know, eat as much as you want, but can we, can we make some healthier choices? You know, can we eat more rice and chicken and less, you know, chicken tenders, you know, fried chicken tenders and French fries, maybe make a baked potato with some butter and some cheese and some bacon. And that whole food is so much better than, you know, fried French fries because the the baked potato is going to fill you up. And I know all right, most of you guys don't care about losing weight. Losing weight's easy. I'll be honest. I'm into I'm into politics, and I know most of you guys aren't. But after 2020, I think everybody's into politics, and everybody's quite fed up with the federal government, with the federal government overreach. No matter what party you are, I mean, you whatever Republican, Democrat, you both think whatever side's stupid. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But I think we could all benefit from becoming free from the reach of the federal government. And that's, I guess that's what more where I'm getting at. Right. So in 2020, I was, I was sick and tired of these guys coming into my life and telling me what I can do, what I can't do. Like, I can't go to the grocery store. It's like, what's, and it really got me thinking, I don't want to play this game anymore. You know, cause you can't win it. There is no winning the game that they want you to play. It's their game. They make the rules. They make it up on the fly. They print money. You can't you can't win that. The only way to win this game is to not play. 
So how do we not play their game? You know, you have to just eject yourself from the game, from the, you know, the, the perpetual loop of nonsense that they keep you in. You know, how often would it be if we didn't have to use grocery stores anymore? First of all, I would save money. If you become self-sufficient, if you can grow a little bit more of your own food. That's what I mean. It's like, uh, you don't have to become self-sufficient overnight. And in fact, good luck. There is a large learning curve. I'm on it right now. I'm not even going to give you guys advice. Like, I'm just starting out on this journey. But we got to become self-sufficient. You know, we got to, we got to not have, we got to not let them have such a, a stranglehold on us. You know, if, if they don't have anything that we want, they can't tell us what to do. You know, you might have this issue with your employer. Like if you don't like your employer, stop giving them power. Go start your own business. You know, you don't like paying taxes. Start your own business and only pay the taxes that you have to, you know. You got to do the work. You know, a lot of people, they say, oh, I'm sick and tired of this. But are you going to do anything about it? Because I am. You know, I got, I got sick and tired of being sick and tired of sitting around complaining. I'm like, this complaining is useless. And don't get me wrong. I, I complain all the time. I remember in uh, tech school, I was, I was real young, 19 years old, tech school, you know, down in San Antonio. And uh, I was in training with a an older guy who had kids, and and I was just running my mouth, complaining, oh, this sucks. Why do they make me do this? Blah, 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 blah. This guy had two, three kids at home, but he was missing them bad. And a wife, you know, a grown man humbling himself, joining the military, trying to make a, you know, a better way for himself. And here's me, 19 years old, fresh out of high school. Why is this way? Why do we do this way? Blah, blah, blah. You know, he came up with a nickname for me, and I, it stuck with me. I don't even remember his name, but I remember the nickname for me. He called me the complain train. <laughs> he said, here it comes, choo-choo, rolling down the tracks. Senior Aaron McHenry. Oh, sorry, A1C McHenry. Rolling up on the complain train, choo-choo, bringing everybody down. Complaining don't do nothing for anybody. In fact, it, 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 complaining is almost like the gateway drug to apathy. If you start complaining like you don't have the ability to change your situation or you don't have the ability to take a deep breath and calm down and realize this isn't the end of the world, then that feeling is going to overwhelm you. And it's going to, you know, it's going to leech on to everybody else. And everybody else is going to be like, yeah, he's right. This does suck. It doesn't suck. It is. It just is. And it's, you know, the military was somewhere I, somewhere I wanted to be. I wanted more than anything to go there and, you know, knock it out of the park. But it's like once you're in that situation and, you know, that you get tired and you start missing your family and all your friends are sending you, you know, whatever. I don't know, whatever. I don't even know if we had Snapchat back then. But you're getting text messages from your friends partying. Wish you were here. Wish you were here. And meanwhile, do you think any of those guys moved? Do you think while I was at tech school better than myself, you think anybody back home did anything so special that I missed out on? I might have missed out on a couple parties. I mean, it was getting old and stale anyway. And see, I wasn't even there. 
I mean, I wasn't even like at tech school. Physically, I was there, but my mind was somewhere else. And I think that's what leads to a lot of apathy is everybody's mind is somewhere else. I wish I was here. I wish I was there. Well, you know what? You're lucky you're right here. Wherever you're at, you're lucky to be there. Because chances are, there's a lot of people that would love to be in the position that you are. And like I said, I'm not talking to anybody in specifically, but I am talking to you. Somebody would love to have your spot. And guess what? Somebody is coming for it. And in the terms of Americans, <laughs> especially right now, they say 10,000 military-aged men are crossing the border every month. You know, that's... I ain't worried. I ain't scared. First of all, I got my faith in God. You know what I mean? There ain't no, that ain't a need to worry about anything because he's got the big plan, right? I don't have any control over the big plan. All I got is control of my little room, my little space. And guess what? I know for a fact, none of those guys are going to work harder than me. I know I'm not going to give up. I know I'm not going to quit. I remember I remember the Yes Club back in the fourth grade, Johnny Clem. When the going gets tough, what? The tough get going. And that, that always stuck with me, too. I know all you remember that. So you see, you hear this? You hear that? That's the notes I got written. I keep looking at the page, and it makes me forget. Makes me forget what I want to say. So here, let me look at my notes real quick. What do I got? What do I got here? How do we stop apathy? Let me just get to the point. We get in the game. Now, I, don't, I know, I know, I just said that eject yourself from the game. Eject, eject yourself from somebody else's game. If you don't like the game you're playing, play a new game, you know? Sorry, I keep saying, you know? And now you're going to notice how many times I say, you know, you know? But you know what? Get in the game. Get in your game. Start a new game. Grab some buddies. You know, play life. Shout out life. But really, just the way the way that you prevent apathy is you immerse yourself. You immerse yourself in what you're doing. You know, if you're at Chipotle, you go to Chipotle and they're, they're what are we doing after this? Oh, this sucks. I've rolled 14 burritos. And the burritos aren't even good. <laughs> the burritos aren't even rolled correctly. You know, they got, they're, they're not even cooking more food. It's 8 o'clock and they, uh, I don't want to do more dishes later. You know, if you're at Chipotle, it's, it's nothing. Chipotle is one of the greatest restaurants in the, on the earth. Well, one of the greatest chain restaurants. I mean, they use seed oils. Which, you know, somebody needs to get them on the beef tallow or whatever they could use. But goodness, it ain't perfect. But, you know, that's a healthy option right there. You know, if you can't find something healthy to eat at Chipotle, seed oil ain't going to kill you right away. You know, if you stay relatively lean, that stuff doesn't even affect you. But the way to avoid apathy is just immerse yourself. You know, if you're, if you're, if you're rolling, if you're focused on rolling every, every burrito that comes down the line, every, every customer that comes in. If you did, if you just give them the utmost attention, if you give that burrito the utmost attention, time's gonna fly by. If every single thing you do is just you know as as good as you can, and you give it a hundred percent of your attention, the day is gonna fly by. Now you can you can do too perfect, you know, you know, 
perfection is the enemy of good. But still, you can you can try to make every burrito as good as you can without holding up the line. Please, I got I got things I got to do. Don't don't worry about you know double wrapping every every damn one, rewrapping. I don't even know what they do there. But what they're doing, they need to step their game up. Everybody at Chipotle is apathetic. Everybody at McDonald's is apathetic. They don't even care if you get the right food. And that's what I'm talking about is apathy is, a, is infecting the whole world. You know, I'll go back to the self-sufficiency thing. So, because this is my personal, this is my personal story. So in order to be more apathetic, I've been trying to start a garden for, I guess everywhere I've lived for the past, you know, four or five years, I've tried to start a garden and and I've, I thought I got, I thought this was gonna be easy. You just put seeds in the ground and it grows, right? <laughs> no, nope. And I read a lot. I read a lot. And I was like, I, I know, I know, I know how to do it better than the guys that have been doing it twenty years. And then, and then I immersed myself in it. I got a, you know, I got a whole plot. And I can't even get the damn tomatoes to grow. Tomatoes is the easiest thing in the world to grow, apparently. But I, sometimes I can't figure it out. And then the garden gets overwhelming. And then you got weeds and all that. Eh, I don't even want to do it anymore. Because that apathy sets in. Because you lose discipline. And you lose sight of the vision. And that's, that's another way to avoid apathy. You got to remember why you started. Everybody's reading this book. Start with why. Seriously, I mean, I've never read the book, but I read the title. I get the point. Start with why. Why are you doing it? Why are you here at Chipotle? Do you know? I mean, whether whether you're going to eat or whether you're working at Chipotle, why are you there? Is what you're eating going to get you further or closer to your goals? You know, so start with why. And if you can remember why you started, then you got to remember where you're going, where that end goal is. Because if you have a vision, you got you you can keep your eyes pointed at that vision. That's why we, that's why we Christians, you know, we look towards Christ. You know, he is who we all aspire to be as Christians. Some people don't agree with that. Some people are like, oh, we're all flawed, Trey. We're all flawed. We're all going to sin. That's why he forgives. If you're a Christian and you're not, you know, aspiring (laughs) to be better, that's why people don't like, you know, some people don't like Christians because it's just like, oh, they're, you know, who are they? Like, they're no better than me. They just think they're all so much better than me, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, no, we're not any better than you. I'm not any better than you. This is my own personal journey. I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to be more Christ-like every day. And I'm not perfect. But I promise you, I will not lose sight of that vision. You always got to come back to center. You know, you always got to, that's the, meditation is hard for a lot of people. Everybody's like, well, all three of my friends that have ever tried meditating, I got ADHD. So meditating for like 30 seconds is like 30 minutes for me. But the point of meditation is it's to it's to come back to center. It's okay that people get upset, like, oh, I lost, I lost track of the vision. I fell off the wagon. 
It's okay. <laughs> we all do that. You're going to wake up late, whatever, whatever your goal is. You're going to wake up late. You're going to miss a workout. You're going to have a bad meal. But you don't quit. You remember why you started. And you remembered where you're going. And you hop back on the wagon. And you keep on moving. Because stagnation is another thing that leads to apathy. If you're stagnant, you're not moving and you're not going towards the goal. Yeah, it's easy to get to get down on yourself. But if you, if you ever ran into somebody that was just so into their thing that it was contagious, you're like, damn. This guy loves goddamn flying kites so much. He's got me one to go spend 40, 50 bucks, go to the ball field and let that string loose. I'm thinking about it right now. I mean, there's flying kites. I haven't flown, flown a kite in a long time, but damn, do they even sell them anymore? I'm not talking one of those cheap ones, one of those big, you know, $50, they are probably $150 now, but big old dragon up in the sky. Look at that thing. What's even the point? You ever try to reel one of those things in? It's like 100 yards. You got to reel that thing in. It's scary. You let it go. It's gone forever. <laughs> uh. But seriously, little victories equal big wins. And I'm going to wrap this up because, honestly, I don't even know if I'm making sense. And before I start, it's getting late. And before I start really losing y'all, I'll wrap it up. Little wins equal big victories. Remember why you started. Remember where you're going. Create a plan. Stick to it. And never give up. Never let yourself slip. Don't even let those complaints. I mean, you you keep it on your fridge. Keep whatever whatever list. I mean, people, the people that I listen to, they say, well, you got to write your list. You gotta, I mean, you write your goals every day. I mean, how serious are you? How serious are you about it? Whatever your goal is. Do you write it on a piece of paper every morning? Do you got it on the fridge? Do you got it on your desk at work? If you're at Chipotle and you you know you want to for whatever reason you want to go get a get, you want to go to college or you want to go to a trade and you're just working your way through it. You know it's a lot easier to work at Chipotle and I'm not trying to beat up on Chipotle, but like it's only one of the few restaurants I like to go to, and it's just a complete crapshoot every time I go in there. Now they don't even have half the stuff. You know what I mean? It's a bunch of teenagers in there. But there's a lot of people in there that that don't realize it's an it's an ends to a means, right? And if something is an ends to a means, it's a lot easier to get through. You know, if I had uh, that in mind when I was at tech school, if I could have remembered why I was there and where I was going, I think I would have been a lot better off. So, all right, I'm gonna wrap this up. Um, one of these days I'll have a real sponsor, but uh, um, I got a fake sponsor now. They're real people, but they could care less about me. Um, 
but I always, always talk crap about seed oils <laughs> and they are like, what are you, a 1942 Panzer tank? No. What are you, a, an 18, a 19th century freaking whatever they made? <laughs> Textile mill? No. You don't need industrial lubricants to run your body, okay? We're going to go we're going to go back to natural, right? So I'm talking about beef tallow. So learn to use butter, learn to use ghee, learn to use beef tallow, learn what omega-3 to omega-6 ratios are. You want a low omega-6, high omega-3, that's the proper ratio. When you feed these animals corn and soy, or when you break down canola seed oil, rapeseed oil, all this kind of stuff. All this stuff has super high omega-6, super low omega-3, which is the complete opposite that you want. Super inflammatory. And from what I hear, it makes you sunburn easy. And beef towels even, I mean, it's good for everything. You know, you put it on your face, moisturizer, all that kind of stuff. So, all right. So, it's called the Ungovernable, Ungovernable project.com so everybody go check out the ungovernable i can't even say this ungov ungovernable project.com you know what i'm saying deny the seed oils get some beef tallow go to the ungovernable i can't even say it you guys know what i'm saying ungovernable oh my god ungovernable project.com go there now thanks guys